you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Michael Fabiano, alongside my pal, the Fantasy Viper, Graham Barfield. Look at that hair today, man. Oh, man, it has a mind of its own sometimes. <laughs> I wish I had enough hair for my head. <laughs> a mind of its own. And joined uh, by our pal behind the glass, Stephen Manny. What's going on, bro? You know, I'm a little peeved this morning. I thought I had a real you shot. Are. I thought I had a real shot at winning a fantasy title. It looks like we're staring down the barrel of third place. Wait, 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 at wait, wait. Best. It's only Thursday night. Yeah, we do, the, we do the we do the two week deal. We already had oh, okay. one week. It didn't go so well. I thought I was going to pick up Rashad Penny off waivers. I thought I was the smartest guy in the room. And one of the guys in the challenge ladder going for seventh place just scooped him on me. Oh. Mm. Yeah. There's no rule against that, but isn't that poor etiquette? No, I mean, I, I don't like when teams who didn't make the big bracket can make ad drops. I have, I, I have start. mixed feelings about this because if it's like a dynasty keeper league, then absolutely, it's not. Well, that's different, right? Right. This but is if not. it's a season long league, then I've, I, cert- I have mixed feelings about it a little bit, but so same time. Um, same time. If you can't, you can't see me obviously because uh, you know this is an audio. It is podcast. Although oh, I've been fooled. So I'm wearing a Bears jersey today. Okay. And I could tell you something right now. I am salty as hell. Um, I'm wearing the Bears jersey because I lost a bet uh, with Seth Rollins uh, and my pal uh, Daniel Monet, who you might know from WWE as Summer Ray, big Bears fans. And I uh, was stupid enough to make a jersey wager, having a little bit of faith in the Dallas Cowboys. I could tell you right now, and, and listen, we're going to get to all the fantasy stuff, I promise you. I have never been more frustrated as a Dallas Cowboys fan, ever. Okay? This team has driven me nuts with all the talent that we have, guys, and we play like that. All right, And at this point, it doesn't even matter about Jason Garrett. He could be the damn head coach for the rest of the year. You should have fired him two weeks ago, okay? That's right. I'm crying about it. I don't care. My diaper is full right now, all right? This team has quit. This team has quit. Like, Jerry Jones, like, I, I don't, this guy is just, he's absolutely in denial. Uh, Chicago took it to us. Uh, we won't be going anywhere until we can win a football game. Uh, they played us well enough tonight to deserve to win the football game. We did all of the things that you can do that cause you to lose football games in the game. Uh, so uh, that's where it is. Uh, until we can get over here and we'll line up against the Rams, until we can win a football game, I don't care what kind of contention we're in. We've got to start playing and winning a football game uh, so that we can uh, be able to play better than we play tonight. But that's the problem. We're not going to win a football game. All right, listen, this team had a chance to get behind their head coach. All right, after we lost to the Patriots, it was a close game. We had those two stupid tripping calls, but that was a winnable game. The defense played great. Okay, then you you go home and, and Buffalo freaking gives you your lunch. Like, on a nationally televised stage. You had one good drive, and that was it. Okay? What the hell's going on out here? Then it's time to get, get rid of them. Right? Put Chris Richard in there. Like, give the Cowboys somebody to play behind. They're not behind Jason Garrett. Okay? You don't get blown out two games in a row when you're behind your coach, when his feet are in the fire. You don't. And I have... Listen... I've been through one and thir- one and fifteen, three and thirteen. I've been through Quincy Carter. I've been through Chad Hutchinson. I've been through Drew Henson. I've been through Ryan freaking Leaf, and I have never been more frustrated with a team in my life. Warren Sharp, yes, keep it up. Who is one of the more brilliant minds uh, on Twitter as it pertains to the NFL? Jason Garrett. In the last five years, the Cowboys have won just four games. They trailed at half because Jason Garrett can't make halftime adjustments. That ranks thirtieth. In halftime, deficits turn to wins. Only the Browns and Lions have less. Those two teams have gone through seasons without wins. 
guys. So I'm, I'm, listen, the Rams are going to kick our butts. Then we're going to go to Philadelphia and get our asses handed to us. And then maybe we'll beat the Redskins. Maybe we won't. But at this point, I'm done uh, with the Cowboys. The good news. I hate wearing this jersey. It's way too big, too. The good news, Graham. You need a hug, Fabs? I need more than that. (laughs) I need more than that. I need therapy at this point. You need a drink? I mean, it's not too early. It's not a clock. The good news, Graham, is that the Cowboys' top fantasy players actually did pretty well. Yeah, it was great. I, I mean... I'm sure Amari Cooper, uh, fantasy owners, and, and Michael Gallup, fantasy owners, were, were very happy with the uh, the end result of that game. Uh, Gallup obviously went over 100 yards, and, and Cooper had the late score to kind of save a, well, what was an extremely bad game for his standards. Cooper's less than 100%, right? He's not right. Yeah. He's not right. That knee injury, I think, uh, has, has really limited him. And it, it looked like his snaps were being limited in early in the game, and then I don't, I'm not really sure why they brought him back in the game, yeah. but it was great for fantasy. Yeah, I, I didn't really like Gallup's matchup either, but he went yeah. and had a great game. And Dak... Dak wasn't great. He had just under 18, but he didn't kill you. You know, it wasn't like he had 10 or 11. So you'll take that. I mean, Blake Jarwin had 11 fantasy points in that game. Now, the big hero of the game was Mitchell Trubisky. Um, And nobody started him. I mean, unless you're in a two QB league or super flex league, nobody started him. And I give him props. They actually, they used him as a runner a lot. He had 10 carries. Okay, and if they're going to use Mitchell Trubisky like that, Mitchell Trubisky actually might help you the last couple of weeks. But I will tell you this, and this is not me being bitter. Actually, probably is a little bit. Mitchell Trubisky has had three or four really strong games lately, but they've come against the Lions twice, the Giants and the Cowboys, and all of those teams are crap. So when he does it next week against the Packers, then I'll give him some credit. But if they're going to run him like that, Graham, right. That's huge for his fantasy value. It is. And, the, you know, this is something we we kind of discussed earlier this year. Is like they're just not letting Trubisky scramble as much. And and I think a part of that is just maybe he took some hits last year that he didn't didn't necessarily want to take again. It was more of a business decision. Uh, but, you know, this is one of the things about Trubisky's game that I thought we could be fairly confident in this this season. And we just haven't seen it until last night and maybe it's you know the bears finally realizing that every time they let trubisky throw it you know 50 plus times that they're gonna lose they're gonna have to scheme up some runs it was good to see actually like schemed rpo schemed option read runs and that's something i mean that's something the bears should have been doing in week one but i wonder uh if it was just one of those things where where mitch just was not comfortable doing it until late in the year until they needed it and they need it now because it's got to be the base of their offense for what it's worth cowboys man they're just in a total tailspin. I know. They're in a total tailspin. I know. Spin. We should have fired Garrett two weeks that, ago. That, well. At this point, now you keep him. Like I said, Fabs, let, let us let's, let's lose out honest. the rest of the season. Let's be honest. The Cowboys should have fired Jason. They, there was a few times they should have fired Garrett when Romo was there. I know. That we, we I have, know. We have been, uh, I know. We've been waiting way too long for this. But look, that Patriots loss has just sent the... They have slept walk through the last two games. I they know. Got, I mean, they've given up two massive halftime deficits now. They've given up. And on, back to back on that games. on that coach and and Jerry Jones I, I, has given up on the fan base because the fan base you can't be behind Jerry Jones right now the way that that things are going. Um, yeah, I mean that team could not tackle last night. Did you Cordero Patterson's one play? Yeah, I mean really, it was awful. It was just awful. Speaking of Bears uh, wide receivers, Allen Robinson had a big game, two touchdowns. Anthony Miller oh, yes. with another oh yes strong game. He's really come into his own over the last few weeks now. I can't wait to draft Anthony Miller in every league next year. Again, he is so good. Again, you got the Packers next God, week, so, um, so that's going to be a tough one for the Bears, but uh, a good night for them. David Montgomery did not have a great fantasy night. Uh, he ran well. He ran he hard, but then he got hurt at the end of the game. So we're going to have to keep tabs on his status uh, moving into next week. Luckily for Montgomery, uh, they'll have a little extra time to get, uh, to get him healthy uh, playing on a Thursday night. So that was your Thursday night. Review. It's just all depressing. And you know what, too? I got the I, I got the triple whammy. The Cowboys got their butts kicked. I got to wear a Bears jersey. And I'm in two playoffs where I played against Dak and Amari Cooper. So not only, not only did my team play bad, and I'm wearing this stupid jersey, but the garbage time beat me up in fantasy. Well, at least you're not Marcus Grant. What happened? Who's facing Allen Robinson and Michael Gallup in our fantasy live league oh, by wow. me? Ah. Take that, Marcus. 
Graham, I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure out who I want to win in that matchup. I don't know because your team's pretty stacked. Like I have, I play the, well, I, I play the, I play the worst seed. I don't know I, if I want to play you. I'm biased, but I'm number one in points scored. I don't know. I, I'm, so. a, I'm two. I don't know if I want to play you. All right. Anyways, let's get to the week 14 matchups. First off, Panthers, Falcons. Uh, of course, the the big news there: uh, Cam Newton with the foot with the surgery. Um, he's probably played his last down for the Panthers. Julio Jones, in terms of the injuries, missed last week's game. Uh, he's been practicing him in a limited fashion. Uh, if he practices today, I think he should probably be a go. Austin Hooper might come back. Yes, Austin Hooper, after you know a month of missing uh, games here, the Falcons kind of look like they're going to be at full strength. We'll have to see if Hooper gets into full practice today. Yep, and then Greg Olson Friday. also. Yeah, and then on the Panthers side, Greg Olson is going to miss this game with a concussion. He's been in the pro- protocol all week. He's not going to yep. get cleared. Uh, I, I will say real quick on the Olson thing. Uh, I, I saw some Ian Thomas, some Ian Thomas streaming love uh, earlier this week, and I just I think that's pretty thin for this one, Fabs, because. Uh, well, it's because the position's thin. <laughs> well, not only that, but Panthers interim head coach Perry Fuel came out and said that the Panthers are going to roll with some sort of committee approach mm-hmm. with Chris Manhurts and their, their fullback, Alex Arma, uh, instead of just rolling out Ian Thomas as their starter, which they did last year. And as we right. remember, Thomas was pretty decent for yep, fantasy. he was, yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of better streamers out there than Thomas. But, man, this is just the Christian McCaffrey game, right? I mean, you would think so. It has to be. You would think so. Um, it, obviously, he's he's clearly a start. I mean, What it, about Kyle Allen, though? Yeah. What, what are you thinking? Because the last time he played Atlanta, it wasn't good. I know. I've thought about this a little bit this week, too. But I just think there's be- there's just way better quarterback streamers that are out there. I mean, yeah, right. if Kirk Cousins is out there, he's obviously a fantastic play. But you could go way deeper with Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Sam Darnold. I mean, yep. just, there's a lot of really good streaming plays this week. And Kyle Allen's fine. Yep. But I, I would have to imagine there's somebody better out there. Do you have any uh, trepidation about the change? Rivera out? You, you know, I, so North Turner was, I guess, sort of demoted, but his son is now going to call plays over the next couple months. So North Turner's son, uh, North Turner is going to be the assistant, the head coach, and his son is going to call plays. I, I I would assume they're going to basically just do the same thing. I would think but the same thing. Man, fa- so Christian McCaffrey in three of his three, last three games against Atlanta, he's gone for 149, 149 yards, 170 yards, and 191 yards from scrimmage. Sounds pretty good. In his career against Atlanta, He's averaging 9.4 receptions, and he has 10 or more receptions in three straight games against wow. Atlanta. Yeah, he's so going to have a monster game. What are we thinking about Matt Ryan? <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you know, if that's the thing. If Julio and Hooper back, I'm going to be back in on as a low end QB one here. I can't stand it. I, I, I mean, I can't stand him. I'm done with him. I think I dropped him in one of my leagues. It's a it's a really close call this week between him and like guys like Tannehill and Jameis Winston and Sam Darnold. Like I really don't know if there's a lot separating the range of outcomes for all of these guys, but I, I do know, you know, getting all these guys back healthy, getting Julio back, getting Hooper back, uh, this Panthers defense is is no good. And maybe they'll maybe they'll you know scheme together a good performance for their uh, for their ex head coach Ron Rivera, but th- their defense has just been getting absolutely obliterated especially on the ground fabs and devonta freeman yeah this is a yeah this, this is, a is a really good, good spot good for spot for him back to ryan though i mean he hasn't had a big game since week six nope okay he's had good matchups he, he had carolina a couple of weeks ago and had 16 points he had seven against tampa bay and 16 last week he hasn't had more than 16 16 six he's just been hanging since hitting his six floor. he's been hitting his floor and the, the really the only but really, that's all he's done the really only bad games in there were, were the was the rams one they got destroyed and then he got hurt in that game yeah. late in the late in the third quarter and then obviously the bucks game was just a disaster i will say that if you're not playing ryan this week caught him he's yeah. got san francisco next week so you yeah for sure him. for sure uh calvin ridley is missing practice uh, i believe it's with a toe he should be okay if julio comes back are we fading russell gage Mm. I mean, probably. I, I think Gage just—he's kind of been just a low upside receiver for for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, Carolina's defense maybe in this one? No. Yeah. Not no? really. Okay. Not for me. Atlanta's defense? No. I think there's better defenses out there. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Colts. There's there's one of them. Uh, Colts yes. and Buccaneers. Uh, Marlon Mack. Could we get him back this week? It does look like Marlon Mack will return this week after breaking his hand, but T.Y. Hilton is going to miss this game with a calf injury, and I think if if the Colts lose here, they'll probably shut Hilton down because Indy will be far, yeah. far, pretty far removed from, from playoff contention. But, yes, they are going to get Marlon Mack back, and, and Fabs, I, I really don't 
know what to do. I, I think I'm fading Mac this week just because Tampa Bay is good against the run, man. Well, Tampa Bay is, has the number one ranked defense yep. in Football Outsiders DVOA. Uh, and Mac has typically not done well in games the Colts lose. And, and right now the Colts are, are three-point road dogs. And frankly, I think it should be a little bit wider. I think Tampa could, could get on them here. Uh, if Jameis just doesn't turn the ball over, which yeah. you mentioned at the top, the Colts Colts defense is a, is a decent streaming play that's yep. really low-owned uh, just because the Jameis Winston experience, man. Yeah. He could throw for 350 yards and also provide a pretty decent day for the opposing defense. Yep, and, and I get it. Brissett, you know, the matchup looks good. I, I don't I don't trust him, man. Yeah. Not not without a, with, most of his weapons. I'm with you on that. Not even in two QB leagues. I'd probably be very wary. Uh, if Mack is back, then Jordan Wilkins and that whole mess of backfield is, uh, at least it's a little bit clear, but the matchup's not great. Zach Paschal could be a decent deep league option uh, against the Buccaneers this week. And real quick, I want to mention Paris Campbell is going to yeah. be back in this game, and that's really big for the Colts because they're not only without Hilton, they're going to be without Eric Ebron, who's yep. on IR. Chester Rogers uh, is banged up. Chester Rogers is out. Devin Funches is not returning. It looks like off of his collarbone issue. Mm-hmm. issue. So Campbell uh, is really, really cheap in daily uh, this week, and uh, I think he could, has a path to like you know five to seven targets. Jack Doyle is a tremendous start. Oh. We loved him last week. Uh, get him in your lineup again. I'm starting Doyle over Hunter Henry this week in a few leagues. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I love this spot. Uh, Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston. Again, Graham mentioned you know th- this whole thing is is a ride. It'll make you sick at times. Just don't watch. Just don't watch. Sometimes he, look. He's, he's he's a top ten option this week. <laughs> Ronald Jones last week in a smash spot. Uh, didn't I'm so pick up a blitz and got benched. I'm so and done with I don't guy. know what's going on with that backfield. I don't think anybody does. Jones is going to be the starter. The Colts are actually tough against the run this year. So that's a tough one for me. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at myself. Look, I've been off the Rojo train since like college. I, I did not like him for yards created coming out. I haven't had on many fantasy teams in last week. I kind of dabbled a little bit. Like I was like, oh, this could be the Ronald Jones week against had Jacksonville. Yeah. And then Peyton Barber gets 17 carries. That's uh, neat. OJ Howard actually had a decent game last week. I'm not touching him with a 39 and a half foot pull Buccaneers defense this week mm, maybe yeah I mean they could they could get a few sacks on they're getting set. some pressure man their, their front seven's really good but yeah. what concerns me is obviously their secondary is just so trash yep. and I mean yep. I actually think Campbell and and uh and Doyle and Pascal could do some things here yep uh Dolphins at Jets uh the big one here Le'Veon Bell who is sick um I, I would suggest he's sick of playing for the Jets but he's <laughs> ill and Adam Gase is saying that he's unsure if he's going to play this week. So I guess if you're in a pinch, you can pick up Ty Montgomery. But Kalen Balaj got put on IR, which means Patrick Laird could end up being a replacement for Le'Veon in fantasy. Yeah, uh, I will say below. I don't pa- like the way you said that. Re- like, eh. Well, real quick, I will say below Powell has been playing ahead of Ty Montgomery this year. And I think he would probably be the okay. starter. Uh, this season if Bell misses. But, I mean, I think, I don't know, man. I have no idea what, what the deal is with Bell. I mean, obviously, you, could, you just need to make sure he's out there on Sunday yeah. morning. Uh, I would imagine he's probably going to play. But, yeah, Patrick Laird, man, his snaps have increased now in four straight games. Jets are allowing the third most receptions to running backs. And, mm-hmm. like, this front seven is really good. Uh, but Miami's going to be without both C.J. Mosley and Jamal Adams, who has not practiced all York, week. And yeah. that is yep. huge yep. for the Jets. This is a this is a pretty good spot for Miami. I, I actually really like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I do, too. Hey, the revenge game, man. Yeah. Revenge. It's the revenge game. Uh, and he's got another one, actually, against the, the Bengals. Uh, he's got the Jets. They, the, the Dolphins played two weeks in a row at MetLife Stadium. They got the Jets, and they have the Giants. And then... The oh, yeah. So yeah, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick could end up leading you to a fantasy championship, and in this season, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, Devontae Parker has been one of the most reliable yet, you know, uh, you know, unheralded wide receivers in fantasy football. Keep him in your lineup against the Jets. They've given up 11 touchdowns and the seventh most fantasy points to receivers who are lined out wide. Mike Gesicki is a decent option. He's getting more opportunities in the passing yeah. game. Uh, had a touchdown last week. Pretty talented pass catcher there, so if you need a tight end, there are a lot of good options this week who are kind of like in the same tier, uh, but Gasicki is in there. What about the Dolphins' defense? Are we like the Dolphins or the Jets' defense more? Uh, is that the Jets' defense is banged up? You know, I don't... I, honestly, I think I would fade both of the defenses yeah. here, just yep. because this game has a, the potential, I think, to, to kind of... I won't say shoot out, 
But I could see 45, 48 mm-hmm. total points here. I, I don't really think either of these defenses, especially with the Jets' defensive injuries, uh, I don't think they're going to they're gonna put up much of a contest here. Yeah, I, I think we're sticking with Sam Darnold, yep. though he killed us Absolutely. last week. Uh, the Dolphins have given up 29 touchdown passes, the third most points to quarterbacks. Dolphins have given up a top five fantasy performance in three straight games to Josh Allen, Baker, Mayfield, and Carson. And Darnold's been better yeah. at MetLife, so you can play him. Uh, Robbie Anderson or Jamison Crowder? Crowder. But I do kind of like Robbie Anderson as a little bit of a sleeper in this game. Yeah, He's uh, come back to life in the last two weeks. Yeah, he has. Ryan, this is what he always freaking does, man. He stinks all year long, and then at the end of the year, he, like, you know, shows you the glimpses of why people actually like him. Uh, Ryan Griffin is a guy who you could potentially play this week. He's been underrated. He had 11 points against the Dolphins earlier in the season, so uh, he could be on the waiver wire there as well. Uh, 49ers and Saints. I mean, this is one of there, there's like three or four huge games this week. Yeah. This is one of them. Yeah. Um, this could determine the number one, number two seed. Yeah, Matt Breida. Uh, looks like he could be back this week. Yeah, Matt Breida will be back this week. He's uh, been practicing in full off this ankle, Which means ankle injury. Which means can't start any Niners n- Exactly games. right. You you yeah, you can't talk. Look, this, this backfield is impossible to predict right now because Raheem Mostert came out and basically usurped yeah. Kevin Coleman last yep. week. Coleman played a season-low 18% of uh, 49ers snaps. Uh, and Breed is, Breed is always going to get his 10 to 15 touches when he's healthy because he's just that damn good. Yep. Uh, I have no clue and no interest on who to start here. Uh, five different 49ers running backs have led that position in fantasy points this season. So, wow. uh, And the Saints are good against the run. Garoppolo is a fade here for me. The Saints are giving up fewer than 18 points per game uh, to field generals. Now, this could end up being uh, a shootout, but I don't, I don't really see it going that I don't way. Think it's I don't think this game's going to shoot out, man. Yeah, I really I, don't. I, and honestly, dude, I, I'm benching Drew Brees. I have him in one league. I'm starting Tannehill over him. I'm I don't with, like Brees. I'm with you on that too. I don't like Brees, man. Like he's not he's not an elite fantasy quarterback anymore. I'm with you. And on he's that. he's really disappointed in two of his last four games. So, so I keep him on the sidelines. So, uh, four for four football. Shout out to John Paulson. They, oh yeah, I love have, those guys. Yeah, they have uh, these schedule adjusted uh, uh, metrics for for quarterback matchups, and the Niners are the number one team in schedule adjusted fantasy points allowed, like mm. better than the Patriots. Wow. And I mean, they have just been so so solid. So I'm with yep. you. I would start pretty much all the streamers we've already discussed. Yeah. Yep. This week. Yeah. No, Darnold as well. No question about that. Don't get hung up on the name, guys. And by the way, Don't guys, this this is the week Alvin Kamara scores a touchdown. I'm I'm putting it on He's ice. He's got two. Yeah. I mean, is that crazy or what? This, this He's got is two touchdowns all freaking I, I, year. I'm putting it on wax. Kamara scoring a touchdown in this game. All right, I hope so. I got him in a couple of leagues. Um, Debo Samuel is the only Niners wide receiver you can trust. He yep. has been a beast. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is a huge fade for La- me. Lattimore's probably going to travel with Sanders, right? He'll probably shadow him. I would think so. Uh, so, so Debo's the guy that you're going to want to start uh, on the Saints side. Jared Cook is not a good start this week. I, you know, and he's been really solid, and you probably have to play him. I get it. But if you're looking just purely at the numbers, this Niners defense has been really tough on tight ends. Uh, they're giving up fewer than four catches a game. They're giving up fewer than eight fantasy points per game to that position. Uh, I, I believe they've only given up three touchdowns to tight ends all year long. So Cook's been good. So if you play him, I get it. But there's I mean, Vance McDonald it, it could potentially be out there. You know, We talked about uh, Ryan, Ryan Griffin. So... You may want to look elsewhere if you have Jared Cook. Saints and 49ers defenses, for me, uh, both fades, despite them being two of the better defenses in fantasy football. Next up, Lions and Vikings. Now, just quickly, on Johnson's return to practice. He can't come back until week 16, but if you have a reserve spot, like I have reserve spots in all the leagues that I run, pick him up and stash him, dude, to week 16. If he comes back, he's got the Broncos. Yeah. I, I don't know if he'll come back. I mean, maybe the Lions are, I, are done. Yeah, I don't see. I don't, I don't see, know. Yeah. Just I'm, for the hell of it. Yeah, it's it's probably a sharp move if you have an yeah. IR spot, but I don't see why the Lions would rush on Johnson back. And speaking of which, I don't know if Adam Thielen's going to play this week. I know. Adam Thielen's uh, just been. I, I mean, he has not practiced. Um, look. I just don't know if this hamstring's right. The Vikings are clearly uh, looking good for at least a playoff spot. They could mm-hmm. still win the NFC North, so obviously they, they would really like to get Thielen back and be at full health, but they're not going to push him, and he's clearly not right. Can um, you play Alexander Madison this week yeah, as a flex? Yeah, I absolutely think you can. And I actually think, look, Dalvin Cook is like insistent that he's going to play uh, yeah. this week through the shoulder injury. Um, I, I think 
you know, if Cook is active, you've got to play him in your season-long lineups. But I am fully expecting Alex Madison to play a yep. much bigger role this week just because simply, I mean, look, <laughs> the Vikings are at home and they're favored to win by nearly two touchdowns. Yeah. If, if they get out to a quick lead, there is no reason for them to load up Cook with his usual, you know, 20 to 25 touches. No, absolutely. Um, I, I'm, I'm expecting Cook to get like, you know, 15 to 18 touches. I just I just don't think uh, I just don't think he's going to get his normal workload here. And there's no reason for him to. And you're starting your normal Vikings, including Kirk Cousins, who, oh, by the way, that wasn't his fault last week. I no. mean, he should have had 19 or 20 fantasy points minimum. Uh, his, his receiver. That loss, was, that loss was not on Kirk Cousins. No, it was I, not. He's been playing so, so well yep. the last two months. And I mean, he had almost 30 against Detroit earlier this season, so he should crush them. He could potentially be a top five quarterback this week. I agree. Uh, yeah. Diggs is a great play. If Thielen's out, I mean, keep riding Kyle Rudolph, dude. Vikings defense is a really good play. <laughs> and I know David Blau had a good game last week home game this week he's on the road first nfl start on the road yeah. that building is freaking loud too uh real quick on rudolph he has yeah. just been he's ridiculous it's just been crazy 13 uh almost 14 ppr points per game in thielen's four missed games and when thielen plays he's average 5.5 that's it that's the deciding factor yeah with uh with with rudolph um Sco- bo scarborough you don't want anything no. to do with him what are we thinking about Galladay and Marvin know, I was Jones, about, though. So I was Galladay ask you burned that. me last week. Yeah, you know, I, I think just the matchup is so yeah, good. I'm here. playing them. I think I, I think you can play both of these guys as kind of. You just have to understand that like it could be completely boomer bust because yeah. I, I have no I have no idea how to handicap David Blau this week, but I do know that these these Vikings boundary corners are just getting absolutely roasted. Yeah. I mean, Xavier Rhodes ranks dead last in passer rating allowed. He's yeah. allowed a 131 passer rating this year in coverage. Imagine, I mean, he was one of the one of the guys that you didn't want your wide receiver to face he is very just, recently. He has fallen off a cliff yeah. this year, and Trey Waynes also isn't playing well. I think you can play both yep. Jones and Galladay this week. It's just you have to understand the range of outcomes is like, Galladay could catch five passes for 14 yards. Yep. Or he could go, you know, six for one, like 120 or something. And I think stupid. projected game script, too, uh, yeah, favors that's... David Blau in the Lions passing game. And, and TJ Hawkinson is on, on IR yep. now for what it's worth. So, really, the, the only, I mean, these are the only guys that, yep. that, that Blau yeah, will be targeting. as well, yeah. Uh, moving on, Broncos at Texans. Uh, this is a pretty clean game, yep. as far as I could tell. Uh, Drew Locke will make his second NFL start, although this will be his first road start. Things are a little bit different when you're away from home. So he's clearly not a guy that you're going to be utilizing. Philip Lindsay is, and you know, we say this every week, Graham, that he's a good start. The matchup's great. We're not really seeing the production. Now this might end up being, this is one of the better matchups that he'll have all season long. If you look at Houston, they've allowed a top 10 fantasy runner in three straight games. Wow. So I mean, Lindsay's a play. Well, you know, listen, I guess, again, I say like you follow the process. I don't know if you can trust it, but the process here says that Lindsay's a good play. Always trust the process. <laughs> uh, Corlin Sutton is Superman. I mean, I don't care who's throwing yeah. him the football. John Elway can come out of the come out of the, the suite and throw it to him. It doesn't matter. He's just ridiculous. It's really hard to not play him. Noah Fant, uh, he's kind of a fade for me because the targets they could be there, they could increase. But this is the fantasy playoffs. Not sure uh, I'm going to trust my uh, my tight end position to Noah Fant, considering all the good options we have out there. Now the Texas backfield, mm-hmm. Duke Johnson has out snapped Carlos Hyde. In, in two straight weeks. Uh, do we like Duke this week or do we like Hyde this week? Denver's defense, eh, they can be had by pass catching running backs. I just, really honestly, man, I don't have any interest in either of these guys. Okay. I just, I mean, Hyde is a touchdown dependent, you know, RB3 at best. And Duke Johnson, I mean, honestly, Duke Johnson is a touchdown dependent player too because he's just not getting a lot of touches. Yeah. Uh, you know, the snaps have been there because the Texans lost two weeks ago um, and then obviously beat. Uh, the Patriots last week. Uh, I love Duke Johnson. Uh, sorry, sorry, they didn't lose two weeks ago. They were playing a close game against the Colts. But uh, I love Duke Johnson. Uh, he did get, you know, what, 14 touches last week. But uh, I just, man, I, I think that was more of a little bit of game plan. And, and Bill O'Brien is, is pretty clearly shown that he uh, he's not going to try to scheme up some some big-time usage for, for Johnson. This game's really straightforward, man. Yep. Like, it's Sutton and Lindsey on the Broncos' side. Yep. Uh, you're starting Watson. You're starting Hopkins. I yep. think the, the closest call in this what about game Fuller? is Fuller. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't trust Darren Fells either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jordan Thomas is going to mix in there for them, yep. too. And um, the Texans' defense is a really good play. So is Kaimi Fairbairn if you're looking for a kicker. Yeah. Fuller... I just don't know. I mean, there's probably there's got to be somebody else on your roster. You probably feel comfortable starting so. over him. Yeah, right? I would think because, so. Yeah. I mean, the Broncos have done a really good job against like, you know, basically not allowing big plays this year. I know Mike Williams had that big that big 52 yard reception, but really like other lid lifters like Fuller have not done very well against them this year. Ravens at Bills uh, injuries. 
doesn't look like there's too much. Yeah, clean game. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore is always the same, man. Like you play them, you must play Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Ingram, and Mark Andrews are fine plays like yeah. always. Marquise Brown really want nothing to do with him. Yeah. Not against Tre'Davious White. And he popped up on the injury report yesterday with that same ankle injury, yeah. and, and especially with this matchup against White, there's just yeah. no reason to play him. Uh, do you like the Ravens' defense this week? I mean, I don't like either one of the defenses in this game. I think you can get away with maybe Ravens D just because Josh Allen is always prone for a turnover or two, and the okay. Ravens the front seven can get after a little bit. Yep. Bills defense, no way. Yeah, no way. No, I'm not playing. Not against Lamar. In fact, over the last four weeks, defenses facing Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are averaging negative 1.25 fantasy points. Wow. Uh, Josh Allen. Now, I say he's a low end QB one or a high QB two this week because of what he can do. And I get it. Everyone talks about Lamar Jackson and how great he is as a runner. Josh Allen's damn good, too. So all he really needs to do is get into the end zone as a runner, which more often than not, he's doing. Uh, and he can still give you a decent a decent game. But he's not as highly ranked this week as I've had him in recent weeks. Uh, Devin Singletary is a tough play for me. He's his flex at best. Uh, once they get down inside the red zone, it's either Frank Gore or Josh Allen. That sort of uh, puts, puts a cap on his ceiling. What about John Brown this week? Is he a fade for you? Yeah, you know, this is the thing. I've gone back and forth on this one, too, because Cole Beasley's going to he's going to match up against Marlon Humphrey out of the slot. And Marlon Humphrey is just playing extremely well this year. I think John Brown can do things in this game on the boundary. I mean, he's had, you know, two bad to bad back to back games in terms of his receiving yardage. Now, obviously, last week he got bailed out because he threw that you know touchdown to Devin Singletary, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Uh, you know, so he got bailed out in a sense, the la- you know, last week. But I, I think this is a pretty good. I won't say it's a good matchup because it's obviously not, but it's a good spot for him to at least get right in terms of his receiving yardage total yep. because I think the Bills are going to trail in this game, and that's that's the reason I'm going to Josh Allen this week too as a QB1 still because if the Bills do trail, yeah. we want Allen scrambling and dropping back right. the pass because game script should actually go in favor of the Bills and Brown here. So I, I think you can play both Allen uh, and John Brown. You just have to understand this is not a ceiling spot. Yeah, uh, Cole Beasley also. He's been... <laughs> He's better than uh, do not Odell play, Beckham Jr. Do not play Colby uh, this, this season, but yeah, he, he, he's tough oh, to trust in this one. Yeah. Bengals at Browns. John Ross is coming back. Yes. I don't know that I trust him. Uh, we're still waiting to hear about David Njoku, who, oh, by the way, when he does come back, if he's back in time for next week, they got the Cardinals. So that could be a sneaky ad. Baker Mayfield and that hand. I, I see people out there concerned about this because one of two things. Number one, if his hand ain't right, if he has any kind of re-aggravation, obviously it's going to hinder him from throwing the football very much. And then if the Browns get ahead in this game, then game script could mean a lot of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and not much Baker. But the matchup yeah. on paper is really good. It is. It, you know, I'm with you. I, I just don't know if there's a reason to play Baker outside of like two QB leagues this week. Just because, like we've mentioned this whole time, there's probably better streaming options available. Uh, but if you do have a bench spot this week, and, and I think Marcus uh, pointed this out on the Wednesday show, if you've got a bench spot to burn, you yeah, can stash Baker them. because they play the Cardinals in yep. week 15, and that game is going to go off. Yeah, and and you like I would be cutting Matt Ryan to do this. I'd be yeah. cutting Jared Goff to do this. Don't be afraid to cut you know these guys who are you know quote unquote big names. If you're not using dudes, why the hell are they on your roster? You've only got three weeks left at best. Uh, Andy Dalton is a fade for me. Joe Mixon, he's probably an RB two. Last week still got plenty of touches, scored double digit fantasy points. Tyler Boyd is back in our good graces with Dalton back. You could play him. Uh, Auden Tate is probably a fade for me this week. On the Cleveland side of it, I mean, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunter both starts this week. I actually think this is the week that OBJ finally gets into the end zone and has a decent game. Okay. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a great play. Cincinnati's really struggled against slot receivers. so uh, they'll, get probably, they'll probably get Beckham in the slot a few times, too. Yeah, you would think so. I yeah. mean, they got to get him going. I mean, you know, the, the, I don't think the Browns are going anywhere, but you want to at least finish the season off on a high note. You don't want to lose to the Bengals at home, and you want to get OBJ involved. Browns defense also a nice streamer this week. Uh, Redskins at Packers. Uh, this one, too, pretty clean from an injury perspective. It is. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Peterson has been limited in practice all week, but he's been limited in practice all year long because yep. he's old. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, I mean, the, the biggest thing for the Redskins for me this week is like, can we play Darius guys? As a, uh, as a flex. I think so too. Okay, as a good. flex. I mean, I, I'd like to see him getting more volume. Yeah. 
That's um, the biggest thing. Is you like, know, Mr. Callahan in Washington. There, can you, I mean, just come on, man. I mean, we have enough. We have enough things that drive us crazy in fantasy football. Can you give DG the ball a little bit more? So, you know, 15, 18 times. Right. I mean, guys, guys was third in snap so right good. back here. Chris Thompson, Chris Thompson, and Adrian Peterson both out snapped uh, guys last week, and. Yep. I mean, Geis is so obviously their best option um, in the backfield, but they're going to continue rotating their backs. And for that reason, I don't think you can really trust Geis more than a flex play. But yeah. the matchup is really good. It's just I, I wonder not only is is uh, our Peterson and uh, Thompson going to mix in. I wonder if, if game script gets out of hand here, like they might not be able to run the ball at all. I mean, the yep. pa- Redskins are on the road at Lambeau against Lambeau and Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams. All these dudes are going to have a huge game. Yeah, um, it, you, you would certainly think so. And, and what do the Redskins want to do though in this game? They want to run the football because yep. they want to keep the Packers offense off the field. So, you know, hopefully they're going to be able to uh, give Darius enough carries and enough touches where he could be a, a viable fantasy option. Uh, just saw this come around the wire and look at what my computer just did. Just as I br- bring it up. Uh. I hate this computer uh apparently jerry jones was on live radio this morning and he uh he threw out the the bs bomb mm. and got cut off um yeah my computer just uh, uh absolutely just tanked on me but um yeah jerry that's how we all feel right now pal uh anyways uh packers defense too by the way is a great start maybe oh, the best God. start of the week uh, among streaming defenses chargers Jaguars. Uh, this game is pretty clean as well, and it's it's really this is an easy one. I mean, Philip Rivers. I don't want anything to do with. I'm playing Austin Eckler. Uh, I'm Mike Williams. Do we like Mike Williams this week? Mike, 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 Mike. You know, Mike, Mike, look, Mike, Mike. I, he had a good game last week. He did, and and you know, I was a little bit because of that 52 yarder at the end of the game kind of saved it. Uh, he went over 100 yards for for another game. Uh, I I don't know. Mike Williams is eventually going to score a touchdown, and he is he, he like this when year? He does when, <laughs> he will. Uh, when he does, I'll probably be off of him. It's just, you know, when when the Chargers have been ahead, like the Chargers have not been ahead very often this year. But I actually, th- God help me, I think they're going to win this game in Jacksonville. Really? Yeah, I, I do, and and it's because they're going to be able to run the ball so so well because the Jags' run yeah. defense is just Melvin Gordon could put up. S- Melvin, touchdowns Melvin Gordon might go for 30 points yeah, this week yeah. uh, because this Jags run defense is just abysmal, abysmally bad. I mean, yep. last uh, two months, they've given up 5.8 yards per carry. 5.8. That is mm-hmm. that is a lot. That is yep. a lot. Um, yep. I, I don't know. I, look, the Chargers, Chargers are really tough to predict every single week, and, and Mike Williams certainly could have a big game. Uh, but, you know, both, you know, it, AJ Boyer is still playing pretty well. The Jags have done a decent job uh, at you know slowing down boundary receivers the last couple last couple weeks. I just think there's probably better plays. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, so looking at the Jaguars side of things, although mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about Hunter Henry. I mean, he's obviously going to be in most lineups here. Let's talk about the Jaguars and the return of the mustache. Yeah, Gardner's back, baby. Yeah, Mitchu Mania. I'm not playing him. Nope. 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 <laughs> not, nope. Not against the Chargers. Chargers. Not do it. Chargers have allowed one top twelve quarterback performance all year, and that was Deshaun Watts, Watson back yeah. in week three. Now, I've got DJ Chark in one of my leagues. I am benching him this week. I have yeah. Kenny Galladay and Chris Godwin. Yes. Yeah. So I'm benching him. I could flex him, but I have Joe Mixon in there right now. We uh we what share, do you think about DJ Chark? We share a brain on this. I'm fading Chark like, in this spot too. Like I'm with you on that. I, I think I think uh Look, the Chargers last week obviously got dusted by Cortland Sutton because he's just that good. Uh, but it's also because the Broncos don't have anybody else to throw to, right? Yeah. I mean, they can throw to Noah Fant. They can dump it off to Philip Lindsay. But, like, the Jags actually have legit players they can throw to other than DJ Chark. And, and the Chargers, outside of, obviously, Sutton's two-touchdown performance last week, they've done a really good job on the boundary um, over the last two months. The Only the Niners, Chiefs, and Patriots have given up fewer fantasy points to opposing receivers aligned out wide. Chark obviously is fantastic and just supremely talented and can always rip off big plays. Yep. Uh, but the, the Jags do have other guys they can go to here. Yeah, uh, no question about that. Moving on, Steelers at Cardinals. Uh, James Conner, not going to play again. Juju Smith, still banged up, not going to play this week. So the Cardinals have been crushed by quarterbacks. If you're in a two QB league or super flex league, do you dare start the duck? I Graham is shaking his head. I well, there are there are a lot of good streamer plays this week, but I really wrestle with this one because obviously the, the Cardinals are just so. I mean, not only are they atrocious on defense, they play so fast on offense. They play yeah. with so much pace on offense. It allows other teams to come in and have more play volume because when you're running fast offense, you're going to automatically allow more time in the game for the opposing team to rip off plays. So. 
I, I could definitely see a good game for Devlin Hodges here. I just think it's pr- it's just so thin because it's it's Devlin freaking Hodges, I know, man. Like exactly. I, I you know. I, would you st- okay? Here's a fun one. Would you start Brissett or H- Hodges this week? <laughs> I mean, I'll probably go Brissett. I'll probably go Brissett. I don't know. If I, I might go Hodges if if that were the one v one. I don't know if I have the faith. I don't have. I I, I don't know. Um. It, I mean, it is a tough, it's still Devlin Hodges, but again, yeah. we've seen third string quarterbacks come in and play pretty well. So, and Hodges, you know, crazier things have happened. Hodges does not have a lot of arm strength. I, I no. watched a good bit of that game last week, but he's significantly better than Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I mean, he's actually like, at least he's trying to test downfield. Um, and on that note, James Washington. Oh, dude, he's been Ooh. so good, man. Play him this week. I mean, if you're hurting it, at flex it, or you have a third receiver spot, you need, man, he's he's been great. I mean, and, I, and they have a good relationship. They go yeah. hunting together, apparently. Yep. Yeah, they do. You know, what They're, better place to, to, to talk about how, you know, you're going to run this route. I'm going to throw exactly. the ball to you, yeah. you know, shoot a duck, whatever. I mean, what And no, nobody's around. You can just scheme up all you want. Exactly. So um, he's yeah. a good play. Now, Vance McDonald, this is the ultimate smash spot for any tight end because the Cardinals have gotten crushed every single week by tight ends okay i think tj hawkinson had more points in that game in week one than he's had the rest of the whole season i mean it's been that bad so how highly do we have vance mcdonald ranked this week that's the question because he's in a tier with the ryan griffins with the tyler higbees you know the with the with the with the kyle rudolphs yeah like where do we go with him look I, I, i he's right in that range of outcomes so i'm with you in that i just think you know because the matchup is so good Vance Vance McDonald has not done anything this year. So nothing. I, He's I, been nothing but a disappointment. Yeah, but think just think about how this game is likely to go. I mean, the Cardinals will be. I mean, I, I'm a little concerned that the Cardinals front uh, their their protection will not hold up against the Steelers' dominant front seven. I mean, the, the Steelers' front seven could really overwhelm Arizona here, which could completely screw this game up uh, for fantasy. But if this game shoots out relatively and both teams put up like over 20, you know, 24, 25 points, there's going to be a lot of pass volume going around and advanced McDonald only needs like five to six, maybe seven targets to, to do extremely well against the Cardinals. Cause yep. look, they are not, they're literally not covering tight ends. Yeah. Tyler Higby it's ran ridiculous. free and uncontested yeah, huge on multiple of his, tar- like multiple plays last week. Yeah. So, if Vance is going to get that wide open, they're not even going to try to test him. I think that was that's probably what would skew it uh, in favor of Vance for for me this week. I, I think I would play Higby over him because Higby's in a really good spot too. Seattle's not good yep. against tight ends. I'd play Rudolph over him too, uh, but I, I you know I think guys like Mike Kosicki, Ryan Griffin, Hollister. Uh, you could play Vance over them for sure. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, Benny Snell would be the the Steelers running back to potentially flex this week. Although, if this goes aerial and they're just throwing the ball, you know, back and forth down the field, possession first possession, Jalen Samuels could get a, a little bit more love. But uh, I'm going to go with Benny Snell uh, out of that backfield this week. Are we starting now, Kyler Murray here? Uh, I don't like the matchup, honestly. Yeah. I don't have Kyler in my top 10. Yeah. I have I have Tannehill ahead of him. I think so I, yeah. I, I feel like he's more of like a borderline, more of a, Q, a high QB2, low QB1. And especially after last week, I think a lot of people are a little bit sort of, Ooh, I don't know if I want to do that in the first yep. week of the playoffs. Uh, so yeah, pick your poison. It depends on really what you have as an alternative. Would you play Darnold over him? I think I would. Yes, yeah. I have Darnold ranked ahead of him. I think I, I would do. too. Uh, Kenyon Drake's the only playable Cardinals uh, running back this week, and I don't even know if I'd play him. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. And Christian Kirk, these guys both line up in the slot a lot. If you're going to be able to beat the Steelers and get fantasy points yeah. from that defense, it's from the slot. But do you trust either one? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I trust I trust that Christian Kirk is really talented. I mean, he got seven targets last week against Jalen Ramsey and just didn't really do very much. Uh, Larry Fitz has been, I guess, fine uh, for fantasy. He just has no ceiling anymore, and, and that that you know that hurts. And yeah, Fitzgerald's a guy I actually have been cutting. I've yeah, had a couple weeks I, I, you know, I think Kirk could definitely bounce back here. Um, but right. outside of his one game against the Bucks, he's really not had too many big fantasy performances this year. He beat the yep. Ravens. He beat up on the Ravens really early this year, but that was when they didn't have all the corners they have now. Yep. Uh, moving on, uh, Titans Raiders. Uh, injuries in this game, uh, pretty much, yeah, pretty much clean. Honestly, a lot of these games are, are really clean. We we didn't note that that Juju uh, and James Conner uh, in this last game. Juju, I don't think he's going to play. James Conner's already been uh, yeah. out for that yep. game. But yeah, Titans Raiders, there are no injuries to speak of, and honestly, this game is very straightforward for fantasy. Yep, no question. Ryan Tannehill's a potential top ten play. AJ Brown could be a little sleeper in this game. A- again, deep league. I'm, I'm not getting crazy. I just, deep I just wish the targets were there, man. Because he's so good. AJ Brown is so but good. I just wish is, is it is. It is. Uh, listen, I don't have AJ Brown in my top thirty. 
Okay, but if you're hurting, right. maybe you could do worse off the waiver wire. Uh, the Titans' defense this week. Uh, typically, the Raiders have actually not been a good matchup for yeah. defenses, but lately they have been. So uh, I, I don't have the Titans in my top 10, but they could be sneaky. Derek Carr, I'm not trusting him. Josh Jacobs has been missing practice, although we expect him to play keep tabs on his status. I cut Tyrell Williams in my leagues. I want nothing to do with him. I'm done. He had that nice little four-game stretch where he scored touchdowns. Since then, he's been just you know fantasy garbage. So real quick on Jacobs, the yeah. dude has been playing through a fractured yeah. shoulder. Yep. What a warrior. Yeah, I know. Are you kidding me? I know. Love if, it. If I bruised my shoulder, I'd be like, nope, nope, I'm done. Thank you. No, thank you. I, I, uh, I'm not risking my body for this. So let me ask you a question, dude's, though. Dude's playing through broken bones. Yeah. His yeah. shoulder. If you God. have Jacobs or even if you have like a dead spot on your roster, which Raiders running back would you pick up in case the Raiders decide... All right, we're out of it. I guess we don't want to hurt this kid anymore. I guess Richard. He yeah. would probably play almost every snap for them. Okay. All right. But at the same time, they could definitely just go to some sort of you know, committee. Gross committee. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller's an obvious must start. Big game last week. Not a coincidence that it was without Hunter Renfro. So uh, Darren Waller's a play. Obviously, Chiefs at Patriots. This is a big one. The injuries are in the Chiefs' backfield where Daryl Williams is done, Damian Williams is banged up. Uh, I don't want anything to do with the Chiefs running backs. Even if LaShawn McCoy gets 20 touches, which he's not, uh, I don't want him. The Patriots are giving up two touchdowns, a few as fantasy points to running backs. He is going to share time with Darwin Thompson. They also signed Spencer Ware. So I'm fading the Chiefs uh, backfield this week. As for the rest of that team, Patrick Mahomes must start. And if you look at the matchup, well, it's not good on paper, but he has played the Patriots twice, including the playoffs, and averaged over 25 fantasy points. He's crushed. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I don't care about Stephon Gilmore here. There comes there comes a time that there is a level of wide receiver that I don't care who yeah, he's, he's playing. Yeah, Hill's matchup proof. He's one of them. I wouldn't play Sammy Watkins, though, this Oh, week. God, no. Yeah, oh, I'm not playing Sammy Watkins. God. Chiefs defense, I'm not playing, <laughs> even though they, they're coming off of a big game. I don't want anything to do with the Chiefs defense. Uh, Travis Kelsey is obvious. Now, the more confusing part of this from a fantasy perspective might be the Patriots. Tom Brady had a really good fantasy game last week. It was all garbage time, okay? He doesn't have anybody that he trusts to throw to outside of Julian Edelman and James White, who are both plays, obviously. Uh, the Chiefs have given up the most scrimmage yards and the most fantasy points to running back. So, James White is an RB, too. Are you starting Tom Brady? No. Okay. Yeah, I just... It, that was pretty definitive, no, you, Steve. I mean, it was like, I mean, that was pretty definitive right there. No. no. Yeah, I mean, Brady kind of had... I mean, he had a decent game for fantasy this past week just because they, you know, he threw for three scores and yep. had over 300 yards. But that was because they got behind. I mean, this Patriots offense, man, they they have not looked good nope. in months. Yep. I, and I, I, will, uh, I will say this, too. Um, don't get lazy with your defensive... Uh, starters. Yeah. The Patriots have been really good for most of the season. Lately, they have not because the opponents have been tougher. Yeah. I have the Patriots in like three or four leagues. I'm not playing them in any. So over, Don't get lazy. So over his last five games against the Browns, Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, and Texans, so really, frankly, outside of maybe the Ravens, a lot yeah. of not particularly tough matchups. Tom Brady is completing just 55% of his passes for six yards per, yeah. per attempt. Did you see Antonio Brown with his, uh, with his post yesterday? No. He I posted don't. on social media. I don't follow that. Um, well, I can follow him on Instagram. He blocked me on Twitter. Yeah. But um, uh, he posted basically something. Uh, it's a picture of him and Tom Brady and how he like he's like, I miss your brother. I love your brother. Oh, that's like that. stupid one of him. He's and trying his... like hell to make that move happen. And the Patriots, I got to tell you something. They ain't winning the Super Bowl with this offense. They need Antonio Brown, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, Sony Michel. Now, I've been giving you the stat all year long about how when he and Rex Burkhead are active, Sony Michel's not good. And Sony Michel has not been good for most of the second half of the season. I will tell you this. The Patriots are going to run the football in this game. Okay? Yeah. Bill Belichick's no They're dummy. They're going to try. All right? They're going to run the football. In two games against Kansas City in his career, Sony Michel has crushed over 22 fantasy points in both games. Just saying. I'm not saying stardom. Just saying. That's a trend that you need to uh, keep tabs on uh, this week because the Patriots I, are going to want to keep Mahomes off. The field. They're going to try to keep Mahomes off the field. Uh, Mahomes is coming off two rep for Mahomes standards, two bad games against yep. the Chargers and Raiders. Fabs, man. I'm just saying. I, I think I'm just I saying. think the Chiefs could could do. Uh, say, they're they they're going to do some damage. damage they're going to do some damage. Uh, Seahawks at Rams, another uh, another very important yes. game here. The injuries. Yes. Gerald Everett. 
Yeah, doesn't look like he's going to play. Which means um, it's another Higby game. It's another Higby game. Yeah, this is another good, and it's a good spot, too. I mentioned at the top, the Seahawks have really struggled against tight ends this year. Uh, kind of quietly so, I think, in a, in a certain sense. But yeah, They're I giving mean, up over six catches a game in the yeah, second most it, fantasy it, point. It, so Higby is very it's, startable. It's a good spot. So if you picked yep. up Higby last week, uh, I think you could roll him out again this week. Um, yep. There's probably not that many other options out there you could pick up and stream over him. Yeah. Maybe uh, Vance, but I would play Higby over Vance. What are you thinking about Russell Wilson? His numbers have not been like tremendous over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, so I think road game. I got I got to look it up. He's been around 17 or fewer fantasy points, but I think this game could the, the, really the key to this game is what kind of Jared Goff are we going to get? Because if Goff and the Rams don't move the ball, the, the Seahawks are going to be completely content just running Chris Carson and, and Rashad Penny like 40 times in this game. They'll be completely fine with that. Uh, but if the Rams can move the ball on offense, Russell Wilson will have a good game. And I, I think you I think you pretty comfortably start him. I know he's been around like 17, 18 fantasy points uh, for the last five or six weeks, it seems like, but I, this this could be... If the Rams... if the Rams Look, the 2017-2018 Rams are not coming back, but if they move the ball relatively well here and keep mm. pace with Seattle, uh, Wilson can have a good game. Yeah. Uh, Wilson, historically, although lately he's been better, he had struggled against the Rams. Um, he has played the Rams on the road... Uh, looks like seven times in his career uh, from what I'm looking at on uh, Pro Football Reference, which I love this website. He has had 15.1 or fewer in every game but two. But the last time he played there, he had 37. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it is what it is. And his last two games, he's actually crushed uh, at the Coliseum. So I I'd probably keep Russell Wilson in my starting lineup. But what the hell's going on with Tyler Lockett? I mean, yeah. you want to talk about a guy who went from stud to dud, like, in the blink of a freaking eye? I think it's a little bit of just bad luck because he got hurt. You know, right, he, he that, got hurt. He, got, he had that really bad uh, leg bruised uh, two, three weeks ago. Then they had their bye. Then this past week, apparently, he was dealing with, a, with the flu, um, which, which is unfortunate. And he only got three targets in that game. This week, look, I, I Tyler Lockett plays it almost – not exclusively out of the slot, but he plays the majority of his his snaps out of the slot. And I think if, if the Rams were smart and what they've been doing uh, with Ramsey is they've been letting him travel and letting him go into the slot, I think Lockett is going to get Ramsey. Um, and if he does, Fabs, DK Metcalf and, and Jacob Hollister are just Yeah, in I like Hollister spots. this week too. Yep. Yeah, I mean... People, people, you know, overlooking Jacob Hollister. We talked about like streaming tight ends. Like, he's getting targeted a lot in yeah. this offense. And if you look back to the start of the season, it hasn't mattered whether it's been you know Will Disley or Hollister. Seattle's tight ends have been pretty productive for fantasy owners. Just saying. So, and Hollister's got uh, Arizona in Week 16. So, I mean, I, hell, I've got Hollister. Even if I don't play him, I'm just holding on to him to him, hoping I get to Week 16. Um, by the way, his name is D D Calf Metcalf. Yeah, D Calf Metcalf. D K. Oh, sorry. yeah, you that put was, that down that there. That was so funny, dude. Oh. Um, yeah. So, what are we doing with Jared Goff this week? I would expect this to be uh, Todd Gurley's going to get a lot of touches in this game. And if you had suffered like most of us have, who have Todd Gurley now, it looks like yeah. hopefully we're gonna we're gonna get some of the benefits now of yeah. him playing sort of you know erratic snaps and, and getting erratic numbers of touches. He should be a, a go. What about Goff though? Mm. I mean, like, I get it. Goff looked great, but it was the Cardinals. Yeah. It was the Cardinals. God, this jersey's huge on me. Look at this thing. <laughs> I, I, I actually look like George Went in this thing. It makes me look like I'm about 50 pounds heavier than I am. The sleeves are the funniest bit because you're wearing, like, they're like half, not, look like, at like, it. Like half sweatshirts. Look at this dude. And you have to wear it all day, right? Hell no. I'm, I'm out of this thing after this podcast. <laughs> You could no. have lied. We all would have bought it. If no, it's fine. Day. No, no, it's fine. No, yeah. Said he's actually texting me right now, um, uh, breaking my stones. But uh, no, I'm after this. It's going back in the closet. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, back to Goff. Yeah, I, I just, man, I, I would much rather play Tannehill and and, and Darnold over him. I think, I think that's where I'm at with it. I, no, I don't trust. I don't, I don't trust him. And if you're not playing Goff this week, cut him because yeah. the, the matchups, uh, you know, coming up. Well, actually, maybe not. He's got the Cowboys next week, and we are a garbage defense right now. Maybe you play Goff next week, but then he's got San I could Francisco. See, I could see Goff having, like, a decent game, like 260 yards and maybe a touchdown or two. I know. He could have a decent game. I guess. Really, we just need him to have a decent enough game for Russell Wilson and, and the Seahawks to keep pace and Robert Woods and, and Cooper Cup and all these 
guys. Which is a play, yeah. Cooper, obviously. And it's, Brandon Cooks is like, I mean, is he even rosterable right now? He's not double digits yeah. since like week two. Yeah, you, you can't play Brandon Cooks this yeah. week with any confidence. Final game, Giants and Eagles. And this one's kind of interesting. Uh, Eli, Eli Manning will be back uh, for this one. That's not why it's really interesting. <laughs> Eli's been terrible in Philadelphia uh, for the most part in his career. But a lot. So Daniel Jones is not going to play. Golden Tate is coming off uh, missing a game. Evan Ingram is coming off missing several games. Uh, Jordan Howard, I don't look at he's going to play. I don't think he's been clear for contact at this point. Now, I will tell you this, and I've been burned by this in the past, so take it for what it's worth. Evan Ingram has put Evan Ingram back into his starting lineup in my celebrity league. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it well, means. He's, I, actually, he's actually going 12 personnel because he's playing himself and Tyler Higby. I don't know what it means right now because it's Friday. I'm not sure. But 12 personnel, that's good. I, I, don't know, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but... Yeah, I think he's going to play. Uh, he, look, he's practicing in full all week, and, and the Giants Here's are the thing. The Giants It's a Monday dead. night game, though, yeah. Graham. Like, you almost have to have like, Caden on your roster yeah. just to just, just in, as insurance, yeah, right? just as insurance. Um, if you're like, if Vance McDonald... Or, or, or if you have Dallas Goddard, you can you know grab Dallas Goddard as insurance. Sure, sure. If Vance McDonald and, and Higby and, and all these guys are taken, you probably are going to have to play Ingram. Um, but at less than 100%. Make sure you have insurance. I can't yeah. stress this enough. Yeah. I mean, Evan Ingram, I, I, I would hate to have Evan Ingram, right? And, like, you know, you haven't played him in a month. Evan Ingram can smash in any matchup. And if he's healthy, like, I want Evan Ingram in my in my lineups. But because you mentioned it's Monday night, there's quite a few. I know I've been bitching about tight ends all year, but there's quite a few pretty decent plays this week. Like It's gotten deeper. It's it, gotten deeper lately. Yeah. So it's not as much of a dumpster fire. Uh, and if you look at uh, if you look at Caden Smith, I mean, double digit points, yeah, two straight games. Caden Smith, and he is yeah, a, he is available. Time. Like he is owned in 0.1 percent of NFL.com. So maybe that, maybe that's the play. If you're just that's the play. If you're just completely dead at tight end and yep. you don't have access to getting a streaming tight end, you just you just hold on. To I would Ingram suggest though Smith. that I would suggest that if you have if you have Higby, if you have McDonald, if you have Rudolph, assuming Thielen's out. I just play it safe. I don't want to. I don't want to get screwed on Monday Night Football by my tight end man. So uh, on the other side, Carson Wentz is a tremendous play this week against the Giants. Uh, they have just been awful and gashed against quarterbacks. And with Wentz's full complement of, of weapons back, he obviously showed last week. Great play, Miles Sanders. The Giants have been really good on running against running backs lately. Like ever since they made that trade, they've been really tough. With that being said, I'm still playing Miles Sanders because volume. Alshon Jeffrey is a really good play. Uh, Zach Ertz, I mean, see what his practice status is uh, on Friday. I assume he's going to play. Yeah. But um, yeah, Ertz, Ertz, I don't like what I saw last week. Ertz uh, will play. He should have had a touchdown last should have had a touchdown. He looked uh, just unkind. Ertz is not particularly uh, – he's not a tight end. He's going to make a lot of defenders miss, and yeah. especially at less than 100%. Uh, it's, it was not good. But if he suits up, I think – I mean – it's the same conversation as Evan Ingram. Like, if yep. he suits up and you have no viable gotta options, you've, you've got to play him. Uh, Eagles defense is a great play also. A great play. I, I don't care what they did in Miami last week. This team is different at home. It's ridiculous how good they are defensively uh, at home as opposed to on the road. So, uh, home sweet home. Motley Crue song. Motley Crue. Are you guys going, man? Next year, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. You, anybody going? Mm, come on. I might have to sit at home for that one. That's going to be a hard maybe for me. <laughs> hard maybe. Right there, pal. Very nice. Got my Motley Crue shirt on. I'm in. I think I'm going to go to the San Diego show at Petco, though, because the, the L.A. show is September 5th. That's way too close to It's football season. I can't I can't do that. So, um, anyways, I got my little 80s metal stuff going in right now. All right, let's go on. You know what time it is, guys. Are you ready? It's fantasy bold prediction time. I love Matt Money Smith's voice. I love it. Every it's time I hear that now, I'm good. I love it. It's the best. I, I just love it. A man who who must have smoked a lot of Benson and Hedges back in the days. <laughs> uh, my bold prediction, and, and you're gonna like this one. Duck Hodges is gonna be a top 15 quarterback this week. Yeah, it's. it's, it's I, I I don't like. I, I said earlier, like I don't know if I could trust him. Yeah. But it's bold prediction. So what the hell? Yeah. So I, I think he could end up being in the top half of uh, fantasy point scorers among quarterbacks. I like it. You know, I mean, in two QB leagues or super flex leagues, he is absolutely worth a roll of the dice. Yep. And Hodges he is Hodges for what it's worth. He hasn't done it very much this this season. There's limited dropbacks, but he can scramble a little bit. He can move back yeah. there, too. Uh, yeah, it's definitely possible. My bold call this week is, is a, I think you can. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of questions this week about Josh Allen and what to do with him because it's the Ravens. They're, you know, it's a tough spot for them. 
I think Josh Allen's going to be just fine for this week. I'm not going to say he's going to finish like as a top three quarterback, but I'm going to say he's going to continue to be the QB one that we've all had yeah. in our lineups. Finishes a top 15 quarterback in all but two games this year. And Allen has 45 yards or a touchdown on the ground in five straight games. So yeah. if the Ravens do get ahead in this spot, it's going to be good for Allen and his scrambling ability. So I'm sticking with Allen this week, like top eight, top nine quarterback. You got anything for us, Steven? You want to throw one out there? I can throw one out there. Right, what, what know, those first two, I don't know if those were bold. Duck Hodges? Yeah, you said top 15. Duck yeah, Hodges? He's a flex. Where were you using the term bold? I'm going to go bold. Oh, listen to, listen to this guy. All right. All right he, go ahead. Todd Gurley had two touchdowns last time up in Seattle. Okay. This time, three touchdowns. Rams win, and Gurley does nothing the rest of the year. Are you <laughs> One are you, last big game. Are you a, Ram, are you a Rams fan? Eh. Uh, I li- I live you are. That's it. not both. You're a homer. I live close by. No, You're no, no, no. just a homer. I'm a Lions fan, and it's been a oh, tough yeah. time. Right, but I do, I do live close to USC. So, eh. yeah. So, so you're a Lions fan, but you root for the Rams. I'm a Lions fan that it will go to the Rams on Sunday. How's that? And root for them? Sure. See. Sure, but it's not like you only I mean, root for one team. Deep. That's it. There's no none of this well, two team crap. Well, no, it's not a second s- team. You say that as a Dallas fan, which I mean, I know for what it's worth, you've you've been miserable about it. Yeah, but, for the last 25 years, basically. But they've been good. At least Detroit. I mean, Detroit has just been a packet of sorrow for so long. <laughs> you, you, yeah, I mean, do you even remember like when they went to the NFC Championship game against the Redskins when Eric Kramer was your quarterback? I'm do you a, remember the Barry Sanders years at all? I'm a little too young for this. I'm aware that this occurred, but do I have deep-seated <laughs> memory? I have seen not YouTube. so much. I have seen the YouTube exactly. videos. That's exactly. So funny. You don't remember Billy Sims or you know? I'm aware of these guys. Herman Moore. Yeah, I have his little pennant hanging up back in my old room, in Michigan, of Herman Moore. Right. I grew up in the Calvin Johnson era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the Lions are really good at having generational talents in this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not into rooting for more than one team, though. I can't do it. I've been a Cowboys fan since I. Well, you could just be like me old. and root for all the teams and all the players. Although this uh, now I got I got fantasy football. That's all I got. I'm actually rooting for the Cowboys to lose every game the rest of the season because I'm so pissed. <laughs> you know what's gonna? Happen? I want to. I gotta listen to this audio of Jerry da- like swearing on the air. Uh, like th- this ought to be. That's you know. Ought to be you fun. know what's fun is Dallas could lose out and still win the NFC East. The, they could lose out. They should. They, they could lose it. Well, NFC East should not get a playoff. They could. Game. They could lose three or two of their final three games and just beating the Eagles, they would get in. The Seahawks did it and they won a playoff game. Sure. Seven and nine. We stink. Have you watched the Cowboys in the last three weeks? We are freaking awful. We are Any, terrible. You I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at the Cowboys right. and Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett. I got to get out. I got to be done. Yes. Thank you. I'm done. Guys, good luck in your week 14 matchups. Crank it up even higher. Hopefully you're not crying after your weekly matchup. First round of the fantasy playoffs in most leagues. I'm Fabs. That's Graham. Steven. Don't play that baby crying anymore. Good luck this week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.